Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to yet another episode of Basement Banter, episode seven. This week, I'm joined solely by Tim Burklow. Just me this time. This is interesting. Yeah. Hello, one, everyone. One v one conversation. And this week, before we started, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I wanted the guests to to begin to bring a little decoration to fill the room, just like a kind of cool thing to signify who has come and spoken before. And it's a funny thing to represent yourself, as I've mentioned before, in a <laughs> in just a white room. So as the guests come on, we'll start to fill it up and we'll be begin to be a little more cool. So this time, Tim showed up in, with just a plain white bag. This is I wanted to be a mystery as soon as I came through the doors. I did not want you to see it because I got you something very, very special. As you can see on the white bag, and I will describe some of it for our viewers. It says that it is um, it says jewelers on it. It's a small bag. It's about three hands lengths, two hands lengths. I'm very bad at measuring, but um, I just want you to grab this, okay? All right, for everyone at and, home. And, uh, Ryan, why, why don't you just, I know you're going to love this. Why don't you just describe through the mic exactly what you're looking at as you open it? Okay, so this is kind of like a dark web unboxing, minus the uh, the fear of Don't having... look at it yet. Put your hand in and just feel all right, around. So, all right, so I'm feeling into it, and it's very heavy, and it feels like it's a jar of some sort, a plastic <laughs> jar. All right, and now it's out of the bag. Still not looking he at it. He hasn't looked at it yet. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a jar of, there's no label. It's a jar of what I can only imagine is, uh, I think, like pebbles you put on the bottom of a fish tank. I can't believe you just got that right. That's right? Yes. <laughs> All right, so it's, I'm it's, I'll tell you the story behind that. And I don't know why I've had this, but back in like 2005, there was a, a time where I was living with my grandparents. My whole family was because we were building that. Uh, my parents were building their house and they had a garage sale. And one of the things at the garage sale was was this. I thought it was a cool decoration. I'm, I'm seven or I don't even know how old I am, but I'm young at the time. And I just thought it was a really cool thing to have. Meanwhile, it was just a bunch of rocks. But what I found out what what it was, was it was actually that bottom layer of uh, of a fish tank <laughs> so <laughs> very uh, yeah it's unique it's and a gift for you think of it's it fitting. <laughs> it's fitting bottom of the fish tank we're at the bottom of a house um that's exactly what i thought yeah. of for for getting you this gift shall we cover the bottom of this room that's with, it that's it <laughs> shall we cover the bottom of this room in rocks um that's you know what it's a gift for you and whatever you want to do with it just, so, just yeah. have at it, Rod. <laughs> well, well it. thank you. I appreciate it. And so, right now, it is the uh, the centerpiece of our our table that yep. we're recording with. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I knew this is something that you would you I will, very much like to have. Here. I will post it on my Snapchat story right now as we're filming. So, at the moment, you will all be confused and wondering why is Ryan Brown posting a thing of rocks with Tim Burklow? But the joy is. In two days, you will listen to this, and you'll go, oh, okay, that was very nice of him, and it all makes sense now. But right now, there's no Who caption, knows? so enjoy scratching your head, trying to bite off why there's a stack of rocks in the middle of the table. But, all right, 
Now, on anyway, <laughs> on to the the topic of conversation. Let's move on from the the, the fish rocks. <laughs> so, something that I feel like a lot of people have noticed over the past ten years, specifically, is mm. that we have been exponentially climbing in the technological realm, whether it's in the like the auto industry, houses, streets, uh, I don't know, like cities, just everything. I mean, Social media, it's just the spiking in like how um, submersive and interactive it is. Definitely. So what I want to talk about is the future of like where we're headed as a society, not to sound too, uh, it's a a fight, a fun conversation. This sounds kind of dark when you say it, but I think it's just interesting. It's the unknown. Maybe that's why it sounds dark. Yeah. Just it's interesting to discuss where we're going in the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Who knows? We're going to start out with some stuff that's going on currently, and then the rest of it's just kind of going to be us speculating. Maybe we'll be right. Maybe we'll be horribly wrong. And maybe you'll maybe something will happen. You'll be like, damn, Ryan and Tim are from the future. We'll take a look at this, you know, way in the future and see how close we were. Yeah, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about was something that I talk about every day, which is the, the auto industry. I work for a startup that is heavily immersed in this business. And one of the things that I that always comes up on my desktop every day is there's three trends I'm beginning to see in this business. I'm seeing I'm seeing more electric vehicles coming out obviously as you've seen as well. There's a heavy push for autonomous vehicles in some shape or form. That's what's getting scary. (laughs) And then the last, I don't know. And then the last thing also is ride sharing. And I'll talk a little bit about more or about that more in a few minutes as we when we get to it. But electric vehicles are right now kind of a niche market. I think is fair to say, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean. I didn't even know what a Tesla was, and I remember seeing it like five years ago. That's when I didn't know what it was, and I was like, "What? What is that?" But you're slowly starting to see more of of the Teslas in this area, and we're in the you know the East Coast, West Coast. There's a lot. Obviously. Well, yeah, West Coast is I feel like ahead of the curve mostly because a lot of those factories are they aren't get they aren't initially right off the bat funded in a way where you could have this global uh, or this nationwide like distribution of cars because obviously they don't have enough money like Elon Musk didn't have enough money right off the bat to make tens of thousands of Teslas you only had a couple hundred and you were able to distribute it you weren't able to hire these big companies I mean, to that's where take the them across. Is, so I mean, right they, it picked up there pretty quickly right and now you're beginning to see that it's become extremely popular between uh, government tax write-offs uh, you're seeing not only America in the game but heavily more so um, you're seeing like Nations like the Netherlands, uh, Norway, Sweden, like Scandinavian countries up there. Uh, a lot of them are heavily into the the game of electric vehicles. And you're actually seeing it almost become half and half on the road with some sort of hybrid electric vehicle versus the standard what we've been seeing for the past hundred years of just gas powered cars. That's what I... What I'm so fascinated by is it's not just Tesla, but that whole technology of just having electric cars. Like, you, you got to confirm for me what the distance actually is, but someone was telling me how far these cars can go on a on one charge. I, I don't 
I just don't get how it's even possible. Well, now they're now like at first it was kind of irrational to have them because you would be able to get like maybe 50 miles. Like the first electric cars, you'd be the able to get 50. Prototypes, I those guess. Those prototypes would get like 50 miles a, a ride. But now you're seeing them, you're getting 200 ride, like 200 mi- or not miles per hour, 200 miles per clip. But the thing that's still holding up from like a lot of Americans want like there's a lot of studies that people take about Americans with electric cars right a lot of them are intrigued by them they think the new Teslas are very stylish they like the efficiency obviously a uh, big a a hot topic over the past couple decades uh, environmental stuff the effects of these uh, combustion cars or like whatever like having uh, like fuel and stuff but with these electric cars, you don't need that. So a lot of people are very like hot on it. They would, they see themselves in the near future owning an electric car. But the main issue is, as you probably have seen yourself, there's not a lot of charge ports when you're driving throughout. Like if you're going somewhere, like between on your commute to work, how many charge ports would you say you see? I, I mean, I don't have the the longest commute, but. Even in general, in the area, I, I, I don't know where. I couldn't tell you right now where the closest one is. I actually weirdly know where the closest Tesla charge port is at least. Where? And that one is at the uh, the Columbia Inn in Montville. Are you, are you serious? They, they Over cause, there? Cause I, was, I, I, was, never, I would have never I was, guessed that. I was writing a... a uh, in the parking lot? Across the... It's in the parking lot. I was writing an article for work, and I was looking, and I was no like... No way. Wait, I, Columbia Inn has... Columbia Inn... The parking lot for Columbia Inn. Columbia Inn parking lot has a Tesla charging port. Next time you're there, look around. It's in the back. No, that just blew my mind. I've, that, that, that is the last... I think of all the, the guesses I would have had, that was the last one. Yeah, I agree. So, like, <laughs> I, I was just like, because I mean, when you're obviously you live here, there's no, there's not really any charging. You don't really see them. You, you no. don't see them. You don't really see them anywhere. And that's the issue with a lot of these, like, uh, not only our country, but also other countries around the world. Obviously, like, big cities like New York and like uh, Los Angeles and stuff like that, they have the charging more ports. accommodating, I guess, for that. They have all these ports. Yeah, they, they want to be accommodating. And on top of that, it's also probably nice to clean up the air as much as they can yeah. in those areas. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're starting, like countries in Europe specifically. Well, China, they're really cracking down. I mean, China, you take off your, you take off, uh, your mask and you're just inhaling pure uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I seem fog or whatever. <laughs> pure yeah, pure smoke from those those chimneys of those factories there. But so they're they're really cracking down. Like you during the Olympics, I remember, you weren't even allowed to have any vehicle on the road. Really? They, I think they've done that more than once where they tell you you're not allowed to have your car unless you have some kind of pass, some kind of special parking pass or some driving pass or badge or whatever it was that you have to pay some kind of ridiculous price for or know someone. Otherwise you were not allowed on the road just to clean up the air a little bit. Cause you've seen the images of like the for smog, you, like of the, the smog, smog in, yeah. that, in, in Beijing. So like if for all of you at home, look up, just look up, uh, Beijing Olympic, I guess. Or no, yeah. Uh, Beijing, like usually versus when like the time of the Olympics and the, yeah. the, the, the whole, it's crazy, but it's because of their problem with electric or, um, not electric vehicles with too many vehicles overpopulation and everything. So they've begun putting in these electric, uh, like starting to churn out a lot more electric vehicles. There's incentivizing a lot of more, uh, companies to start like, uh, pumping out electric vehicles there. And they're, 
the top uh, country nation in the world right now with distribution of electric vehicles because they're just churning it out because not only is it a, a hot commodity to have right now, but it's also something that they need for, I mean, probably their, their safety of their citizens. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming to a point where I guess they do need it. But how, how expensive are these cars now? Like, how have, I know that Tesla, see, this is the thing. You're, you're kind of more of the expert, I guess you could say, on the car industry. Um, but from what I do know, Tesla did make a car that was, I guess, what you would say more affordable compared to the other ones that they were making. So I, I mean, it's one thing to have this technology, I guess, but the other is making it affordable. Well, that's the other thing. But so for all of you at home, the, the latest Tesla to come out, I believe is the model Y the model Y runs $50,000. But when you buy the model Y, you get a tax write off. You, if it was originally, you got a $7,000 tax, incentive to I, I didn't even know about this to own a tesla vehicle because they want to promote going green and everything but all of a sudden to the surprise of the u.s government everyone started flooding in and buying all of these teslas up because they're like all right i want a couple thousand dollars written off of my taxes and they ended up uh i think now it's cut down it was cut down to twenty five hundred dollars and in the next few years it's going to be phased out so that's not great for people to like, oh, what the hell? I'm not going to be able to buy a Tesla or I mean, not they're not going to be able to buy a Tesla now, but it's not going to be as enticing because now they don't have that tax write off. Mm -hmm. But I believe that you'll start to see these cars go down in price because now the they need to have another reason to get these cars off their lot. And if they can't do it from incentivizing some kind of tax thing, they're inevitably going to have to reduce the price. I don't know by how much because there's so much technology and stuff going into it where it's not anymore just a thousand little pieces that you put together into a car. It's the body. Yeah. And then a bunch of click in parts from like electrical parts that go into the battery. So I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. It, yeah. And also you're starting to see other car companies trying to uh, flood the market because Tesla is just dominating them. So uh, like uh, GM, uh, Toyota um, and companies like that, Honda, they're starting to dump massive am amounts of money into like, that technology. Well, not, they're, they're dumping it into getting out as many models as they can of electric vehicles. They're trying right. to convert all of the lower end vehicles to electric so then they could just start flooding the market with these electric vehicles and in in turn forcing everyone to lower down the price and they could stay competitive in it um what was i just going to say uh but everyone in general with electric technology that is the future and inevitably with all of these uh these proposed taxes on uh carbon emissions you're going to see these companies be forced to uh, switch to electric. So you see like Porsche, Volkswagen groups dumping, I mean, like every, well, basically everyone, everybody is dumping tens of billions of dollars into electric technology. Here's my question. Okay. So we have these cars, we have this technology. You yourself are talking about how these trends are kind of changing a little bit. My question is something like this, the change is going to take a while, but what kind of stuff do you think we're going to be seeing? Like, 
30 years down the road, something like this maybe 50 years down the road, where, you, you know, you, you see these people talking, you know, a lot of people are now talking about the earth and protecting the earth and some of the stuff that's going on and going green. Do you think that there will ever be a point where you're not seeing gas cars anymore? I mean, right now, that is so far away. That's not happening right now. Like, it's just, but I get, you know, it, it makes you wonder, like, what's going to happen with gas when it is a finite resource. I mean, I, there's a lot of it right now where it's not going to be a problem, but where right. does it cross over where everything goes electronic and, you know, battery powered? And Right. Well, everything, all of it, there's, so right now, battery power is the, where everyone is going. Electric cars is where everyone's going. Everyone wants to be the, the new electric vehicle guy on the block. From there, you're going to start to see uh, hydrogen cells being used to power cars. And it's not going to be as much as the batteries are going to be gone, but as much as the technology in the batteries are going to be swapped from, uh, from mostly, and I mean, I'm no scientist or chemist or anything, so I don't really know what the hell they're putting in the batteries. But I do know that hydrogen is starting to be worked into powering these cars. Because this is, I guess this is where my, what my real question is. Is it more of a hot trend or is it something that's going to be sustainable and take over? Big picture, you know what I mean? Well, you have to think of it in this way. You never really want to use up a finite resource to, and then all of a sudden not have a plan for it and all of a sudden it's gone and all of a sudden we have all of these cars that are running on gas and they have and then all of a sudden there's there's no backup option so inevitably we're going to have to shift towards battery powered no matter what no matter how big of a car enthusiast if, if you're willing to spend as the gas prices go up and that's the other thing too you're so dependent as a car owner on government regulations governments around the world with oil you have to make sure like you know like all of a sudden tomorrow next thing you know uh i don't know some some country in the middle east might be like you know what america like shove it i'm not going to give you any more of my my oil and you can figure it out yourself granted america also has oil in itself i mean that's when it gets political but too. now if you nah. get to those problems you know yeah well you, the... you see people in the middle east are sawing off each other's heads over fighting over the uh, the oil reserves so i mean if all of a sudden some other country backs out like all of a sudden uh the oil all the oil uh refineries or whatever the hell in the middle east decide to cut off then america's gonna have just its own oil and it's gonna hike up in price and there's going to be a lot more uh, people fighting over the oil and everything. So as a common American citizen, your best bet is electric because that way it's all on yourself uh, to charge your car and everything opposed to worrying about everyone effing with the uh, effing with the oil prices and everything. And such a finite resource, you don't know. I mean, granted, in our lifetime and probably our grandkids lifetime, you're not going to see oil probably in your great... Hundreds of it's going to take a very long time for oil to run out in the world. I'm just saying is that you do not want to be in anything in life. You don't want to be someone who's so content with where they are and not looking forward. And all of a sudden, when the rug gets swept out from under you, then you're, you have no backup plan. That's like kind of like everything. Like, you know, like if you have like a job, I mean, this is kind of a weird example. Well, here's but the thing, yeah. because something like that is so... 
it's it would take so much time to see it, it's such a gradual change but it's a change nonetheless and that's why i say 50 years from now i i don't think anyone and this is just my opinion you're not going to see that hasty change within the next 20 years if you want a gas car you'll have a gas car i mean granted who knows and that's what i was saying it can get political with with gas it's Whoa. like where are you where is the supplier what country is it are you in agreement with that country and right. i don't know there's a lot of moving variables to it well that's like everything but i'm just saying that there's a lot of it like obviously yes like you said it's a lot of moving variables but also a point that i failed to mention is that you also just have everyone breathing down everyone's neck about going green, making sure that you're reducing as much carbon emissions as possible. And the, as long as people are driving uh, gas-powered cars and stuff, the more you'll see uh, the pictures on TV of the, the polar bears standing on the, uh, the one little piece of ice floating out in the vast Arctic Ocean, and it's going to be a big problem. And it is, a, I mean, the, the Earth is heating up, so, I mean, there's no, there's no denying that. So that was, yeah, so whatever. So you want to, everyone wants to go green. And so electric is the obvious move in the next, I would say in the next couple years, you're going to see that. The other thing I wanted to talk about real quick um, was ride sharing because autonomous cars, as, as cool as they are, everyone loves autonomous vehicles. Maybe Elon Musk will create some cool thing where the, maybe one car will be able to drive across the country by itself. You're not going to see auto yeah, fully yeah. autonomous cars on the road in the next 50 years. My thing is... When you talk about ride-sharing, you're talking about Uber, Lyft, That's That's what I was going to say. So there's ride-sharing, Ubers, and Lyft. Everyone knows about that. Boring, Ryan. I don't want to hear you talk about Lyft and Uber. Do not worry. I'm not going to talk about that. The one new trend that I am very intrigued about, though, is the other side of ride-sharing, where you're literally sharing cars with people. Not sitting in the back of a car and letting some guy drive you around. I'm talking uh, Audi, BMW, Porsche, Volvo, all have it. You pay a certain subscription price a month. You could go into that dealership or in that city or whatever. You pay a certain price. And every month, you pay a monthly fee. And you sign up for maybe a 12-month subscription for a, say, like, you're a BMW car driver. And you're on the, the middle ground, like the middle uh, mid-level plan of this subscription. You have, and you have, you're entitled to 16 different models of the car, of cars. With that monthly fee you're paying, you are covered with insurance. You have insurance on the car. Your maintenance. It's like a Netflix subscription. Like a Netflix subscription. Right? I mean, except, am, I, am I getting this like correctly, thousand, though, what, like, you're, what you're describing? Right. So I'm saying that with Volvo, you could pay $500 a month. And then somewhere with Porsche, you could pay you could pay over $3,000 a month. Whatever amount. And you're it. entitled to those vehicles for, like, you could be six months. You could be uh, 12 months. You could be locked in for 24 months. And that car is yours for that time. And with that, you are entitled to all of the other stuff that you usually have to pay for separately. Insurance, maintenance, um, it's all roadside inclusive? assistance. It's all included in that subscription that you pay. All included, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. So then on top of that, once you are done with the car, you just swap it in. And you still pay the same rate. And you are entitled to any car like to pick for. Like Picture like, um, like Hertz Rental. 
Hertz rental, like you go and like you go and you go. Oh, I'm home from I got home from or I'm here from California. Well, yeah, because I, I so I know you're explaining it right now, but no, because when you originally said ride sharing, I I immediately I, what I was thinking of was just commuting with people and stuff. No, you're saying that there's commercial companies. You can look like it up. Big car companies, Audi, that are, Porsche. Are they currently doing this or they're working to, towards they, doing? They they have them in certain places in the country as we speak. There's okay. some probably some guy in Atlanta right now driving around with his Audi subscription, and he's going in and he's swapping his Audi A8 for a uh, I don't know an Audi Quattro or whatever. And just. Just to touch on that, I think that's what's so – I feel like that's an advance of just the economy as a whole. I feel like – and correct me if I'm wrong, if like I'm just saying this or if you've seen it too. I just feel like a lot of things are becoming subscription-based for the consumer. Like everything is becoming more efficient for the consumer. Just pay this money, you get this. Same with like Amazon Prime, pay this money, you get all of this. Right. That's like when you so, – uh, And sorry, with the one thing was – um. Like even just looking at Netflix and, and entertainment as a whole, you used to pay an amount of money to rent one movie. Let's say a Blockbusters. That wasn't that long ago. Now you pay your you know your subscription and you get uh, a whole assortment of stuff on Netflix. Now Hulu. Now Amazon Prime. Like it, it just well yeah. It's interesting. That's what I was gonna say. Well, think about this. You used to pay. X amount of dollars, you would have to go to the movies, buy the ticket, sit down, right, and watch the For movie. One. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, it was crazy. Whoa! You could actually go and you could buy a movie at this at a whatever, or you could rent a movie at right. this place and then bring it back. This is the future. That right? Ex that's Netflix exactly was it. the future. Whoa, my God! You could watch any movie you want to. Netflix is now making movies, which is we're, crazy. We're actually skipping a beat here too because well, with I, Netflix, you use it wasn't just having. All these things digitally. When Netflix started, you you get the DVD. Oh, you get to you get to order it now. It sends it to your house. Yeah, you go and get it now. Here, oh Netflix, you get a DVD to your house. Or you'd have those vending machines when you're at the supermarket oh, and you go. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Right. Yeah, and yeah. now, not only do you have Netflix making their own movies, TV shows, you could watch anything from the past. You now you have people that are paying subscriptions to Hulu. And they don't even, they're taking their cable. You see the commercials, everyone cut their cable and yeah. uh, whatever. They're, they're pushing, they're throwing their satellite dishes off of the roof but, of their houses. Let me and ask everything. you this. Do, do you still watch cable? Uh, you may have it in your house, but do you watch for, like stuff from your cable box outside of sports? or? Well, that's what I was going to touch on. So I personally, I would watch, I would watch cable with, I mean, you, you kind of, there's, there's, not like I don't have to go and watch some show on TV because the only shows I watch are usually on HBO and Showtime. And you don't even have to watch those live anymore because, as we've said, you have a subscription to those places and then you could just go back so and watch them later. Something like that yes. isn't even traditional show on traditional, TV. That's, traditional TV is basically you almost can watch dead. Whatever you want. But I was also going to touch on Hulu. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are t scrapping owning a, uh, a cable subscription and all of that because it's so expensive. And then you're usually tied in with like Optimum or stuff like that. You're tied in with your phone, like your landline. You're tied in with uh, your TV. You have internet and everything. Now everyone is taking their landlines, gone. Just your phone is so, you're just so in touch with everything with just your cell phone. Yep. And who like stuff like Hulu and there's other entities like Amazon Prime and stuff. You could have live TV and you could pick the specific channels you want. You don't need to buy 
IO and you don't need to have the whatever standard package where you have like 500 channels. Now you could be, I want Hulu and I'm going to pick ESPN, uh, my HBO. pick and choose what you want instead of buying, let's say, cable box from that company. Just this is the set standard thing you get. This is the set. You can actually pick and choose now. Right. And then some another thing that we really like, video games. Video games are like Xbox and PlayStation and stuff. The new, um, like in the newer generations of those, they're going to be getting rid of the hard copies of these games. You will no longer have the thrill of going to a GameStop employee and going, what do you mean my game I just bought two weeks ago was $10 and I was just going to swap it in to get this new game. Now you could sit on the comfort of your your, uh, couch and you could buy the game right from your home. See, this is, I love you, Rye, but this is one of those moments as we're talking, you know, to everyone and I'm talking to you right now. A topic like this is so broad, and I want to dive into all of this. Because, like, you're bringing up video games. There's so much we can talk about here. Right, like, subscription-based. I mean, we're just talking about subscriptions, but just the amount of stuff changes video games. I mean, it, there's just a lot to cover. And, yeah. I mean, I just my mind is spinning right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Very, just, there, you could go down so many avenues right now. Right. Just Let's, things so, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, I could list probably— how things have changed. I could list a few more, th- like— as we sit here and we have a glass of wine and then you put, you have a subscription to a wine thing on and on and on and on. My dad, <laughs> I believe has a subscription. No, but no, exactly. To a certain wine, um, wholesaler. Like right. he has a subscription where he, it's, I know we have one here because my mom always makes me carry in the we, box when we get we it. We could <laughs> have had a whole, uh, podcast episode right now, just on subscriptions. Actually, <laughs> I really think we could have just subscriptions and like, all right, Last one of subscriptions that I'm going to name specifically because, I mean, I could probably go on well, all day. You're going to say one. Really I'm going to think of one, and then we're going to just keep All right. Here we go. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to name see. the last one, and then if okay. not, all right, fine. Timmy's just going to have to take it to his grave. I will take it um, to my grave. The other I'm one, taking I'm, my, I'm taking my fish rocks with me. <laughs> uh, the um, Like food. Like you get meals sent to your house, and you go, all right, hello, Ryan. Here's how you prepare the uh, Alaskan salmon. Oh they my gosh! I didn't even I, I didn't even think about. They have the the Hello Fresh. Yeah. We when we Blue were, Apron and stuff. When like we that. were room we roomed together at Rockers. Um, my mom had an extra one. She accidentally ordered an extra Hello Fresh meal. She she I picked it up. We weren't far from home. I picked it up for dinner. Dude, she just pays a a, a fee at the time for however long you want. Maybe a month, three months. You order the meal. They comes to your house. And then you, it's it's pre-sorted every little ingredient that you need, so you don't have to go shopping for it all. A neat little package, and you just get to cook it. It's just so funny. It, well, it's not even funny, but just insane and kind of, I don't know, bewildering how like how that's changed with all these subscription-based models of business. Right. I, it's like that's the funny thing is that you could you could tell just how i don't i don't want to say impatient but how fast-paced and demanding everything is now that you don't want to be tied into these things long term you don't want to be tied into a car long term you don't want to be tied into your your yearly plan of cable you want this 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 now and then maybe next year i'll change my mind and switch to something else and you're not on the hook for all of these things you don't want and it's just all just instant gratification, which I think is something that not necessarily is a terrible thing. I don't think it's necessarily a great thing, but it's not a horrible thing. Uh, but I just it's it's yeah, it's I, yeah. I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head of the whole entire thing. I think the world as 
because of of the technologies we have and just how quick things have become there's there's no patience for i don't think anyone has not that it's not it's not just patience i just think efficiency has has become such a huge thing and especially with corporations that i think everyone just so they've adapted to this sense of efficiency and i don't think there's any turning back from that no i don't think so either and i mean it's just gonna grow more it's not a bad thing or a good thing it's when just you want it you you get it immediately and that's that's a i mean i'm sure if i even talked to my grandpa or you know even my parents like when they were little this sense of getting I, I couldn't i can't even think of something like something on amazon something uh as silly as a you could literally say anything. give me something i don't even know all i'm saying is you can have it as, within two to three business days as forget one two to three amazon, business oh, days. oh no but you have amazon tomorrow, prime yeah. you're gonna get it tomorrow if you wanna, guess what buddy you get it tomorrow if on you, the doorstep yeah if you had this interesting thing from uh i don't know france i want i want a jar of fish rocks you want a jar you, of fish you, rocks? i promise you actually i don't promise it i i guarantee it someone go on amazon when you know whoever's listening to this go on amazon right now and just look up fish rocks like for a for a fish tank and let me know or let Ryan know how quick it takes for you to have that on your doorstep. Back in 1958, where do you get fish rocks? Or 2002, you have to go to the fish store. You have to go to there Petco. There was a fish store right by Staples. I don't think that's there anymore. It's just it, things have changed so much. Right. And, I mean, that specific. I digress. <laughs> that, that specific example of Amazon. Once again, we'll, we'll move past uh, subscriptions. Just one last thing. Not necessarily a great thing, Amazon, as it's kind of killing small business. That it's could a once good again thing, be, but it's a horrific thing. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. Could, as a consumer, it's phenomenal. As a person who like loves to see small businesses and everything, it's kind of sad. But hey, that's just how the future is. I mean, I, I think it's kind of a monopoly at you this point. You don't see the ma and pa shops as much. Yeah, it, and it, for those that were still around, great. But I. Unfortunately, and I don't mean to be cynical, I, I think it's just me being a realist, it's going to be, what, no more than 10 years, 5 years even, where I don't think you're going to see much of that anymore. Well, you can't even start up a place. And besides in uh, niche places, like if you go down the shore, there's those, all those infinite mom and pop places because that's those vacation locations. You go for that desired escape from everyday life. But when you go to like suburbs and stuff, well, think about it. If, like, and that's uh, a one percenter. Those that have a yeah. great restaurant in a very, you know, tourist think place. About, in, yeah. in a, like, think know. about like when we were at Rutgers, when we went to go see like we a couple of months ago, me and Tim and our friend Mike went to go see the, the new Avenger. Well, event last Avengers uh, movie. And when you're in the when you're in that main area, Rutgers uh, Livingston campus, Livingston, yeah. uh, it was movie theater. But then all of a sudden it was Godoba. Uh, and Starbucks right next to it. Like, there's no, there's no. That's actually a very true point. It's all um chain. It's all chain things. Chain uh, restaurants, right? Because and, 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 and yeah, it isn't stores. like it isn't like in a freaking iCarly. Frank's, uh, yeah, in iCarly you don't <laughs> have, you don't have any more of that ambiance. I, I don't know, I don't know. In iCarly, it isn't like in iCarly where you no longer have that guy walking around. The ambiance of that guy walking around with random shit on a stick. 
You know, like oh, that guy pineapple had, on a yeah, stick like and stuff. Weird thing yeah, you don't you don't have yeah. any of those niche areas. I, well, I don't where, need to see that though. <laughs> I mean, I kind of would like to see that. But you, ask to a certain degree, I, I, there's an entertainment value to that. <laughs> yeah, but but I agree with what you're saying. Absolutely right. It's just a lot of chain stuff now. Right. And that, <laughs> All right. So subscriptions. Now we talk about chains. Uh, no, 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 absolutely right. not. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I was gonna say. Going off of iCarly, let me quickly bounce into this next topic because I feel like it was, uh, I don't iCarly, know. iCarly, I couldn't see. even guess what you're... <laughs> ready for me to parkour into our next conversation off of iCarly. iCarly was a big social media icon. Social media... Oh, I know where you're going. Like social, I know where you're going. Social media in itself... Back to subscriptions. Is it's... <laughs> well, kind of... <laughs> no, no. Not, it's like this free big... It's like free yet a huge marketplace for just anything you could imagine uh there's just so much entertainment you could find on these social media uh, accounts and it's it's funny because people are actually building like respectable careers off of just being a social media person like imagine me telling my grandma like next time i see her hey uh nanny i'm about to be uh, I'm, I'm gonna be famous i'm gonna put a, a jar of bees on my head and but you know what? There's gonna be like 10 million people watching. I'm gonna get a nice check from YouTube, and I'm gonna buy a nice you, house from. You'll it. get millions of dollars if you did it right, and if you have the subscription base. That's what's so fascinating. I yeah I, yeah. You, I mean, so social media. It's just weird how that started, and like I said, not too long ago, MySpace. You know, it was as simple even AIM profiles. You, you, I remember getting home, getting excited to go on AIM. I mean, I don't know who remembers that. That'll be cool if you guys do because I was in fifth grade at the time. But I remember, like, having a profile and then your music shows up when you click yes. it. And you had the weird fonts <laughs> and, like... I was talking about someone... Like, talking, dude, yeah. how corny is that, though? I remember uh, like so I'd have, like, some Rick Ross song come up. But you can go on my profile as yeah. if I'm some, some Space like, hard, badass I guy. Know. I was some, I like, sixth-grade loser. Like. Yeah, but you know what? And that's my point. Well, not that you're a loser. But you <laughs> get, you know, it's all been No, no. Where, where the technology was at with social media, you had – you used your AOL, you know, your AOL email to get an aim. And then you could – oh, now you could do typing on and, you know, talking to people. You can do that. I could do that right now and text you through my smartphone. That wasn't even a thing then. And now we have, from there, it was Facebook. And then now look at what Twitter has done. Look what, the, the big thing that just came out of nowhere and it just blew up was Snapchat. Like the, how instantaneously pictures became popular. Instagram and, and uh, Snapchat, just the way it, how do I put it? The way it kind of... And I don't mean this in a dark way, but like just infested, like it totally took over. It ravaged. And just think about what Snapchat and, and Instagram look like compared to what like MySpace and AIM and old school Facebook look like. It's yeah. just it's been commercialized now. You have Instagram models and they're not real models. No. Yeah. Th there's some guy. I don't know. There's going to be there's probably some guy named Joe Schmo that has. 36 million followers and you look at him and you're like who is he he's nobody he just got a following he he works 
at an ice cream store. It's a random guy, and he's got a following. There is it's the, the Jim Hart, and he gets a following all of a sudden. I came across some character last night when I was on Instagram. Obviously. obviously up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Roll over and just get locked into some weird, uh, weird section of Instagram. I found this person who shotguns beers. That's all his profile is. 1.2 million followers. No way. Shocking. Well, you know, I can't even say no way. I'm not shocked. Just the most. I can't say I'm not shocked. Obnoxious guy. Just. What's that guy? West Virginia um, character. Wait, what's his name? Do you remember his name? I can't think of There's his name. There's a guy. I don't know because I don't know if it was the same guy. He goes. He, he always says, raise hell. Praise Dale. I'm assuming Dale Earnhardt Jr. This has got to be a Dale. And in, at least then, a Dale. Then he, Earnhardt, he goes. But. So he goes. Raise hell. Inhale. Or no. Raise, no, he goes, no, raise hell, praise Dale, inhale. And then he just chugs just obnoxious See, amounts of See, but beer. you know what? As crazy as that is, he's got that thing going. Dude, he's branding himself. He's he's become a character. And I'm sure now he has what? Look on his account now. He probably has merch. Guess what? He's making money on the merchandise. I'll try and... It's, it's, a, it's probably a funny cartoon of, of his face. Oh, it has to be. You know what I mean? Any of those middle, middle run-of-the-mill people. There's a guy named Steve will do it. Steve oh, will no. do it. He will chug anything. He will eat an absurd amount of food. He got a following, I believe. On, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. I, I'm assuming it started on Instagram. But bottom line, he was on Instagram before YouTube. He started a YouTube count. He has 200,000 followers immediately. It's probably, what, at a million now if I look it up. But bottom line, this guy just chugs beer. He chugs, like, absurd amount of egg yolks. I, I don't – but, like, if I told – and I'm going to go back to the grandpa example just to put this stuff into perspective. If I go up to my grandpa, tell him this guy makes probably really decent money chugging about 60 egg yolks from a, from a flower <laughs> vase, Dude, what, what, what would my grandpa say? He'd have a heart attack. Yeah. He, he wouldn't believe me. Well, not only him. Well, first of all, that guy – uh, I forget his name already, but he had, yeah, he had a decent following, and he or uh, USA Drinking Team. Have you ever seen those stupid? No, I I haven't. I he has a haven't. so like picture like the USA uh, basketball jerseys, but instead of saying like basketball, it says drinking team, and then it's just this guy from like the middle of Pennsylvania, West Virginia, the Rust Belt, as they uh, as they say, just. Uh, just chugging like shotgunning beers, Coronas. He calls them uh, Colorado Kool Aids. He has a, he has a shtick, and he he's a character though. He right. has a persona. Well, just look at the. I'm uh, assuming I don't the, know this guy, but the way you're just describing, right? The Paul brothers. The Paul brothers oh, are geez. are have hundreds of millions of subscribers or tens of. I don't. I mean, I don't know how many to, but just. And I'll only touch on this. I don't mean to interrupt what you're talking about, like Logan Paul and, and his brother. They started on a whole thing that I, we, we haven't even talked about, and we won't. That's what I'm saying. Only touch on it is Vine, man. Sean Mendez, all these people from Vine got big because of a six-second piece of footage that they snipped together and was entertaining enough. Sean Mendez is on these is on the billboard, you know, like the, the what is it, top five? He's, he's, a, he's, he's an international icon now, he's Sean internet Exactly. And he's That's a beloved, he's a beloved singer. Of the, everyone loves home, him. He did that from his home, man. Like, think of, really think about how technology has changed. For you to be at your house, and he, let, let's just, just put it into Sean Men, Mendez's perspective, had his, had his phone that he bought, you know, just a normal phone that, same iPhone everyone else had. 
He was able to put these videos together, get his talent out there like that. Someone picked him up, and he's huge. How mind-blowing is well, that? Well, yeah, I was going to say going off of that, the uh, the Paul brothers, just to put into perspective of how much money they make, they live in uh, like Calabasas, California, where Kanye West, like uh, Gordon Ramsay, all of these huge names. That, that got big in a much different but how era the, in a much different way. And they he, they probably just have which just is as so, much money. Which is so funny to think about to live in that area, how yeah. they came about. They came about during iTunes mm-hmm. and television. Now it's Apple Music. Right, right. YouTube, Hulu. Just subs- like subscriptions. Sorry, everyone who who did not want We're me to talk about it anymore. Return for a millisecond. Subscriptions. But it's that's what I mean. Like it's just it's so advanced now. I wish you had a soundboard where you can like hit a button and just goes subscriptions every time you bring it up. <laughs> or every time I talk about it, the Seinfeld like intro comes on. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it, but yes. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I was gonna make the attempt too, but. Yeah, well, we, look, we, look, we look, were look. smart to not. Okay, let's let's also just also uh, turn the camera on ourselves here real quick. Look what we're doing right now. We're speaking for a podcast we're that's going to be distributed. We're in your, out. We're in your mother's basement. <laughs> you live here. Right? Just, but hey, hey, wait a minute. I'm young too. I, I make <laughs> it. <laughs> hold on. Basement. I make it sound like these like this forty year old man in a basement. We are of age. That it's okay of to age. live in a house with your parents. We just graduated college. I'd like to put that out to anyone uh, who doesn't know us. Yeah, really. I, not, that was not I a. Uh, that a, wasn't a sting. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's a, the point. We are in a basement of a suburban house, going out to the airwaves. Okay, <laughs> getting dragged on this. That's last episode. Uh, Matt and uh, Andrew and Nick were saying I was bad at pong and stuff, oh, and no. uh, this time boohoo. <laughs> 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 my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like uh, the people who do not know me, I am. I'm all right. Yeah, like, it's just low key. Yeah, anyway, you try to make a good comment. Well, like, look what we're doing. Oh yeah, you you still live with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> anyway <laughs> getting off of this comment. Let's go to the next topic. Not not like the uh, the Dolan twins or however old subscriptions. Living, yes, yes, yes. But there's we are on a subscription based platform and. We don't need to know some higher up person in the world that has to get us onto some podcast. We don't need to be on like, I don't know, like we don't need to be a member of some bigger uh, conglomerate where we would have the opportunity to do it. All I needed to do was eat like a lot of money (laughs) at the time when I was still in school and just bought a bunch of podcasting equipment. And here we are today on a... uh, a warm summer afternoon recording our podcast. Uh, but it, it's, just, it's that's just crazy that now there's just so many more of these avenues opened up for, for anyone to do anything. And now there's no excuse now of anyone saying like, Oh, like maybe if I knew someone I could have done this or that. Now you, all you have to do is just do whatever you want to do. And you could, you know, and I, I will give you, especially after insulting you, I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you a, um, I'll give you a compliment. I think in this day and age, I think it's easy to take for granted the technology that we do have in front of us. For example, when you when you came, I was always really cool. As soon as you said you were doing a podcast, I, I was like, dude, that's awesome. But the thing is, I, I had the same opportunity if I really wanted to, to just put money down and just throw a podcast together. But here's the difference. You actually did it. 
That's you know what I mean? You, yeah. We all had that. Uh, everyone has a such an insane opportunity with the technology in front of them and, and at their disposal. But it's it's also a matter of taking advantage of it. And we don't – I mean, that's a whole other deep conversation of taking advantage of the technology. We're kind of just talking about it. But, I mean, props to you in general for just going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that, that's what I was going to say. There's a few people that I want to have on my show in the near future that – like this isn't like a career uh, make or break for me. Like I, I'm just doing this for the pleasure of myself and for all of my fans out there listening. But there are some people that are actually take those big risks and they just go all in on it. So like it's easy for us to sit back and I'm I mean, I'm certainly no angel with <laughs> people on social media. Me and Tim go back and forth sending uh, like all these people on like World Star and stuff like, oh, my God, look at this idiot and stuff. But you have to also give them a lot of credit because they're just going for it. And you know what? They're they're making a life for themselves. So good for them. I might I not be may not be for me. I may not be into Logan Paul posting uh, posting people hanging in a forest. That's not my uh, my cup of tea. But you know what? No comment on that. <laughs> but you, you know what? He has he has a he has a big following. He has a lot of subscribers. Granted, he probably lost a lot when he did that. But, but he probably gained. You know what? As we won't. Talk too much about that, but the fact that he he is that big, where it, it wasn't going to be an effect to him as as heinous as He's, that he, was. But yeah, um, you're at yeah. such a point when you're in that that realm where you're kind he, of. He probably, you know, what the funny thing is, he probably got bigger because well, he was on. He was broadcasted well, all over the news networks. That's, His name just. That's the thing because you know that saying. Um, any, publi any bad press publicity, like, or any publicity, uh, any, any, is like no, oh or uh, what is it? Bad <laughs> press is, is good, or like bad press is good any press, press, or something like any press is, is good, good press. press. Yes, so I still think I'm messing that up, but I think it's might something be it. along those lines. You get it. You know you what? I, I will stamp it approval today. There's no one here that's going to prove you wrong. Maybe someone at home will, but you know what? It's too late. We already put it out. Uh, yeah, like that's the thing that he's now also entering that other market of television where he was usually just in YouTube. Like it's easy for someone from television to go back to YouTube, but you rare. I feel like you never really see someone from YouTube go to television. Right. So when he posted that, that's what he probably blew up even more, like you said, and got more subscribers. Because all of a sudden they go, "Who the hell is this guy?" And they go he and they someone that one of hers. He he probably had a dip in the subscribers, but man, I if you <laughs> yeah. look at yeah, but if you he, look he at probably, him, he probably got bigger. He it was, probably it was a rebuilt. He probably recovered from that. And they live in like a twenty million dollar house or whatever the hell it is. Very expensive house. They always, you always see. Uh, it's funny. I'm, those... I am, I am this close to touching on the gaming side of technology. But what I ask you, because it is your podcast, can we hold off on that for? Because I, I, that's something I'd like to be a part of. And I don't mean to put you on the spot where people are like, oh, you're going to do gaming, or uh, you know, talk about technology with that. Can we wait on that? Possibly. That's the gaming is in the near future. But I was just going to possibly. Okay. Yeah. No. That's, no. No. That's no. All. No. Not possibly. Not it, it's in the works. Okay. I, there's a few people that have asked me to come on and discuss gaming as well. So they will. You. I will have you all on, and we'll have a good old time discussing. And it's. Gaming. I will say. I don't think it's a nerdy thing. I think that um, it's gotten so big that. It's so beyond a kid playing an arcade game in his basement. If someone, it, could, if someone could go ahead, go I was ahead. gonna say if some girl could friggin' uh, I, don't, I don't know if if there's could be a million if there could be people that just get off from jumping off of buildings, doing parkour, hanging off the sides of buildings and stuff. If like girls could dedicate their whole lives to just taking bikini pics all over the world, or if people could chug like obnoxious things, give me a fucking break. 
allow me the pleasure of enjoying a video game. Well, and that's what I, I was going to say, too, is, yeah, it's not just that, though. All these people that have all these subscribers that are whatever, the models the on Insta, the um, the amateur models on Instagram taking these pictures just for the <laughs> sake of, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no. The, 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 the ones that are some just girls, normal yeah. people that all of a sudden have all these followers for posting bikini pics yes, or whatever. Yes, I have saying. such a... My whole thing is, if you can now play, a vi and this is just a little prelim, I guess, if you do end up doing this, is the fact that if a guy playing a video game or a girl playing a video game can now drive Lamborghinis from the money that they make doing it, that's well worth a conversation to have, a whole yes. topic to have. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. Yes, I agree. Twitch, I'm, all that. So, yes. anyway, I will, I will, I, I, whole, yes. I, like I said, I digress, but... I will, anyway. yeah. We will talk about that in the near future, and I will hold my tongue on uh, my rant about a lot of these Instagram models because a lot of them are like, oh, my God, I just love the, the Let's stop talking about the Instagram models. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say that they, they're like, oh, my God, I love this restaurant, and it's just like a picture of, like, their butt. I'm like, all right, like, yeah, you're definitely – I don't know. Very dicey waters we're getting into. All we're not, I'm saying is that line, you're not. I know you're I not. I get what you're saying. They are not talking about the restaurant. They are not talking about the ocean. They're baiting people into following them. But anyway. Anyway. I was going to say, uh, I was going to, last thing on social media, just because I just want to get this off my chest, because what you said or what I just said before made it click in my, click in my, click in my head, in my head. I've seen uh, like how like wealthy these people are on social media because you always see those uncles on snapchat as we were talking about before of uh like oh my god have you seen this person's house like why is that news i need to know i that, granted that main i will say i i like social media I like snapchat but i this is where the waters get a little crazy <laughs> because you go to that main now that snapchat main page of kim kardashian was uh Oh my w god! Was not doing well last yeah. Saturday night. She looked a mess. I, I don't. Oh my god! Care. Yeah, she looked a mess. I don't care. She man. looked a mess in Target. She's going to Target. Do you look like great? Was, uh, TMZ and man. You know, and it, it, I guess it works because I'm about to say it now. It's like they're on Twitter. Ariana Grande was crying during a. You know, God bless her. Whatever. That's her thing. But like, I personally don't need to know. If, you know, like I. Yeah, she's I don't crying. Know. The whole world not, saw it. You don't anything, need to then reiterate it. And then I don't mean anything um, negative towards her or anyone. But it's just how much information. That's here's the real question with social media, and I think this kind of brings everything. This is this about. is a perfect escape from this exactly. social media. My conversation. last question for everyone, and I guess for you, Brownie, is um, how much of this information do we need to know, or re like? No, I'm going to leave it there. I don't want to even get that question even more messy. How much of this information that's around us do we need to know or care for? We're ready for this. I'm about to hit. I'm about to round all the bases off of everything we just talked about off of Boom, what the question it. you just said. Starting off, cars. They are going to start taking your information of how you drive and everything. And once autonomous vehicles come about, all of your 5G data is going to be extracted from these vehicles. And it's going to help these cars move around. But also, it's going to be able to gauge everything of the environment around you, which I think is very weird. It's going to get your patterns of where you go during the day, and it's going to extract it. And it's going to take you – it's going to talk about that. All of a sudden, you're going to start, once again, 
rounding uh, rounding first. We did R- skip something. Now that you're talking about it, we did. I don't want to go crazy into the car thing again, but something very serious. And it scares me, but I think it's cool. How close are we? So we just talked about the self-driving. How close is this whole? And this is a question you can't answer. This is more just theorizing. How close are we to this autonomous? No one drives a car anymore. Is that a thirty-year thing? Is that well, a fifty-year? No, is that a seventy-year? You will, you will see. I was just. Is that re- even possible? Uh, I was just re- doing research today at work, and you're gonna. It, it's gonna. It's gonna exponentially grow over the next few years. In the next, they're saying by 2020, you're gonna see like a 10. You're gonna see around 10 million cars with some kind of level. Just for all of you at home who don't know. There's level zero to level five of autonomous of autonomy in a car. So there's level zero, which is obviously zero, whatever. Then there's level one, which is which I think is bullshit. It's to even list as autonomous, which is like self braking and the parallel parking BS that's been on like the Ford Edge commercials for the past like 10 years. Um then they, like till level five, which is obviously fully autonomous. So they're saying that there's going to be 10 million cars on the road by 2020 of those kind of cars. But moving on past that, I was going to say that mm-hmm. probably fully autonomous. I don't think there's going to be a clear guideline. People are going to tell you that they're going to be out in the next 20 years. You're going to read that they're going to not be out for another 70 years. It's all very hard to gauge because everything's so exponentially different. Once they find one little thing, next thing you know, there's a whole other branch of stuff that we aren't even thinking about today. Like think about, I'm not going to, whatever. Let me, let me finish my thought here and then I'll get into what I was about to say. That's fine. So then I was going to say, moving on to, um, like stuff in like our daily life subscriptions you subscriptions all of the stuff like yeah like you're thinking well obviously it's being it's, a, it's a lot it's a lot better than going and having mtv with a teen mom pregnancy or whatever that show's called and uh whatever like you could have your your couple of uh channels that you want like your discovery so you could get all of your conspiracy stuff animal planet because i love animals and then you could get like hbo and stuff so you could watch reruns of uh game of thrones <coughs> which they butchered the last season uh but they're they're gonna have all Betrayal. the in- <laughs> they're gonna have all of the information of what you're watching and once again it's gonna all be collected it's all gonna be data on it's already you. happening it's happening i i I've, then i've and then, I really believe it's and happening then la- already. And then, it is. No, it is happening. And then lastly, social media. You, Everything you look up on social media, all of them are eating it up. And it has been proven. They have been taken to the uh, Congress. And they've been grilled because they have been extracting data that they said they would not take from people. But they have. That's why when you're writing in your group chats or that's why when you're talking about something on Facebook or when you're searching something, that's why when you go on Google, all of a sudden there's miraculously all of these advertisements about if you're talking about, I don't know, whatever. If you're talking, I have a good example of it after. Go ahead. You, why don't you give the example? Because yeah, I was sure. fishing for an example. OK, well, I got a, a good one because everyone always talks about, hey, man, like I could have sworn I, I've seen people tweet it. And here we go. Talk about another social media platform. But like it's I've I've heard people that are like, I definitely like tweeted, uh, talked in front of my phone about something. And all of a sudden there was an ad for it. I don't have that clear cut example. But the example I have is sneak brag. I signed up for a Spartan race 
in August. I don't know if that's called a sneak brag, but I'm not. I whatever, whatever. It's cool. It's cool. It, whatever. Cool brag. But I, I'm not the type like, oh, I signed. Oh, look at me. I signed. I I I might kick my ass. I don't know. All I'm saying is I signed up for that thing, and uh, sure enough, every YouTube video that I start, you know, like an ad starts before it. Um, every like probably 70%, 65-70% of the ads I get now before uh, the YouTube video starts is about Spartan races. So, I mean, that's just clear. I mean, that that's public knowledge that people are, uh, corporations are definitely, and I know you just talk about theories and, you know, ooh, uh, conspiracies, whatever. But this isn't a conspiracy or theory. This is happening. That corporations are taking data, giving it to others. And I know Facebook has had their like you know, huge like law, not lawsuits. But they like they've legal been issues, they've been reamed legal out. Issues for taking all that data that they have. They have billions of people on their sites, but this data is being used by corporations for sure to you know get in your face and give you the product that you want. I guess you know because it's your interests and right. But how uh, it crosses over? It's like that's kind of weird. But know? not not only that back end data mining that they're doing, but you also have to keep in mind that there's so many people you've seen, especially over the past three years, people's like lives are ruined over stuff they said like ten years ago, and that's crazy. Look at all the uh, the people that get you know uh, athletes that get drafted. Right, and then all of a sudden, that was like a uh, like, video or like, text or tweet. Yeah, like that. Like Josh Allen had that. Then Larry Tunsil had that. The uh, the guy at the All Star game uh, for the baseball all the All Star pitcher from the Brewers a few years ago also had that. Where he, we were talking about that last night. I was watching the home run derby, and they were talking about how but the fact that they're still talking the, about but the it, fact it's a shame. That, yeah, and it's I mean, granted that some of the things that these people said was or did was not great, but my thing is is that, and I heard it. Oh right, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say what a yeah, shame that I they're heard caught someone, about some of the stuff. Yeah. Some of, I mean, most of this stuff isn't good. But bottom line is, I'm sure, and I'm not saying that it's okay for to say anything. I'm saying the opposite. Bottom line is, I'm being very unbiased in the sense by saying, with technology, things are permanent now. So the really stupid mistakes and the mistakes that do have consequences. That people make, they're perm. They're, they are now permanent. Yeah. Now, if you don't do your due diligence, well, the, all, the other thing with that is, yes, you should do your due diligence. If you're like some kind of professional athlete, if you don't want if people you're, to if see, you're, it. if you're a professional yeah. athlete, you should be paying someone to go through your social media and scrub it for you, so then you don't have these kind of things. Granted, there may be someone out there who already screenshotted, just waiting for it's you. Or, to and it might, or it might have. Once it's out there, you have given everyone, especially if you're, you know, becoming famous or you're becoming an athlete, where now you're getting more of your eyes you know there, there's a more of a spotlight on you especially with social media if you're not private man you're you are exposed to anyone in anything right and not to to, to, yeah. to, to screenshot to yeah do this yeah do this stuff, and, and, and not to, not to keep harping on the topic but I think, um, and I don't think you're harping on it. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a very, real it's deal a very, thing it's a very, it's a very important care. topic. And I think that people now, they like the people that recently have been getting dragged through that. Like Kevin Hart had the scandal with that, and then a couple other people, as I mentioned, like you know, like there's always like the goof. There's a couple of like goofy ones where it's like some guy like, oh, I love boobs, like, and like it was like him from like 2000, like. 12 and it's like lol like that guy was so funny yeah. but then there's people that have damning stuff on them now granted they were right at the cusp of when social media started really like skyrocketing and those were when those things were said so it wasn't really 
it was kind of the wild west still but now as someone as a young person in this day and age you should be very well aware if you're going into the professional field or if you're going to some kind of college landscape if you're trying to apply to college you should know that people are going to start digging through your social media pages so you best and they may go not this is what's scary they may not necessarily but that door is wide open for them to do so they they may not tell you and they may tell you that it's not allowed to do it but it's just in human nature where you're going to go look someone up if you're if you were rooming with someone and you had no idea who you are who they were you're going to look it up if you like are going to go meet your friend's girlfriend or something or if you're if you're uh if you're one of your good girlfriends is bringing like their guy or their boyfriend home, you're going to like look up and see like, oh, who is this person? And like try and like get to know who they are. If your friends bring in their friend home, you're going to do your due diligence and look and see if not only see like get a read of who they are, what they look like and stuff. But you're also going to get a gauge of like what their interests are and am I going to be able to relate to them? But I think as if you're in this day and age, you should do your due diligence and make sure that you scrub anything that's I mean, once again, you probably shouldn't be putting these things out on social media anyway, but you should do your due diligence as a an adult or as right, a responsible right. human and scrubbing it going. That being said. I also am not defending people who do that because I think you don't even have to say it because you aren't defending. You're explaining right. the well, situation as a whole. Well, I was just going to say that I think that also you have to realize is that you 10 years ago, whoever's listening to this was not thinking or speaking the same way as you are now. You may have been a complete idiot 10 years ago and just said completely horrible stuff. And then now you may be a little more methodical with what you think and you may think the complete opposite and you may have just been because when you were a like as a younger person or as someone every i feel like me like if i like looked back at myself 10 years ago i'd be like what the hell was i thinking with half the stuff i did and i'm sure you timmy would think the same way i'm yeah. sure any parent listening to this would think when they were like 10 years ago even like uh i don't know like someone like uh like our parents age probably goes you know what like in my uh late 30s I still did stupid stuff or in my like and then like they, they think that like they thought it was okay then and then they look back 10 years from that and they're like oh my god why I did think I say a, that stuff a scary thing about this and like you said I, I feel like I don't have to say this but I will is disclaimer I'm not defending anyone that has I'm not defending the mistakes that people have made but bottom line people will mistake make mistakes throughout their life however what the scary part is is that we are now in an era or you know a time in this modern time that we have and with the technology we have guess what back in the day with our parents with our grandparents it was whatever those mistakes disappeared the moment that they happened or uh it stuck in the moment that it, it you know it happened nowadays with mistakes they with technology they are engraved if it, if it's caught you know on social media if it's caught with a picture with a text with a tweet it's there man if you don't delete it you you have you give everyone the opportunity to take a screenshot and uh it's that's what's different and i and if, um, unfortunately i think as technology has grown so quick and social media has grown so quick young people are too young to even realize that that's a thing 
They're too young. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a whole conversation for another time because I could talk about technology exactly. for it, it a whole other deep, thing. But, yeah. but that's like what I was gonna say is that they don't even understand that from even like when we were like younger, like when we were maybe like in middle school and stuff. Dumb stuff you did was like kind of like that was like the last like we're like the last like group of like our age like the like five like years before and after us where like you kind of when you were younger you got away with it but now these younger generations coming up everything that they do whether they know it or not is going to be kept in some database in some place in the world and if they if someone wants to get it they're going to get it i think uh an important lesson too, an important thing to say is the one thing, I mean, I talked about these things that have changed with our parents and grandparents and with us. The one thing that never changes is consequences. Right. And the reason why I say that is because if you are found out doing something bad, there's going to be consequences. And here's the the thing, unfortunately, our parents are to, to our parents and grandparents advantage where it was a lot easier to not have those consequences. If that makes sense, the consequences of bad it actions. Was, now, like you said, it's more permanent than ever. Like you, some of the stuff that you yeah. can do. If you were, if and there's you, consequences. Like if I were to say something stupid, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some kind of well thought out person. I say a lot of, oh, well, I'm not either. Well, I mean, like I, I, I try to be, I, but, yeah, like, uh, like, you know, so I usually like, like every, everyone is everyone as much as they would love to act as high and mighty as they like, they say stupid shit a lot, but it's up to you to make sure like back in the day, I could have slipped something real bad and it'd be like, oh, wow. Like Ryan, like what the heck? And but then all of a sudden, say, like a week from now, it would be right. gone. If I said something stupid now and on someone Twitter. Sna- or some- someone just was Snapchatting you and have it in their story. And it's just there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, it's- well, I, that, we, can, we can make it a fun example. Okay, fine. If, fine. If, Sorry. If, my my mind's spinning. Say like, say like I had a girlfriend and... So this is a real, uh, real imaginative. <laughs> say, say I had a girlfriend, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, this is super imaginative, <laughs> so, dare I say. So, oh, so say, no. say, say I had a girlfriend right now, and this is like the 1970s. My friends come into my house, and I'm on the phone with my, with my, my gal, and I go, all right, I got to go. Love you, bye. I love how – wait, hold on. I love how you say it's 1970s, so it's your gal. <laughs> so, Are you going steady with her? Yeah, yeah, going steady. Take her to the drive-in <laughs> movies and then maybe take her to the uh, roller rink after. But, uh, yeah, so like if I was like on the phone with my girlfriend and all of a sudden my friends came in, I was like, all right, love you, bye. Everyone would be like, oh, cracking up. Oh, Brownie said he loved his girlfriend. Uh. And then, you know what? All of a sudden, next week, like, they would say it, but it doesn't have as much sting. I have actual just straight up. Im- I'm, I'm living this. I'm living this burden currently where you send something damning and you send it to the wrong Snapchat thing. So instead of sending it to a girl, it goes to your Snapchat friends or not your Snapchat friends. It goes to your your my friend group has a Snapchat. I sent it to them accidentally. There's been other, and my friends can't say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My other friends have sent plenty of bad stuff too to our group chat. And you know what? That lives forever, specifically in Brett Derrick's phone. <laughs> so every once in a while, wah, wah, wah. every once in a yeah, while, yeah. every once in a while, I'll say something stupid or one of my friends will say something stupid. And lo and behold, what comes up? 
a damning picture of yourself. And like those are fun because it's like all in good fun with your friends. But there are people, there's professional athletes who live under a especially uh, excruciating microscope. This is a group of friends, and I'm yeah. sure it's a. And I know you, you and your friends are very close. I don't think anyone would. I mean, knock on wood, they wouldn't share certain things about you, or you know, not that you have all this horrible hidden stuff. But I'm just saying, unfortunately for athletes, for celebrities, anything that gets out. The fact that, you know, it's sad, but like these celebrities that have nudes that get, you know, leaked and stuff, you know, unfortunately, like that can very well happen. And it has happened. And then your privacy is not necessarily there. And you act like it's gone forever. Like, oh, like there was a big scandal. I mean, I'll just leave this as the last example, just because this one's kind of like a like a whoa probably shouldn't even be using this example but why don't you it's my show wait so hold on i'm gonna give him three seconds to think about it if he wants to share it i'm gonna share it it's He's, inevitable oh, he I, doesn't even want it's because it's my right, show right. i'll say it you take it as you will i was gonna say that uh like the kim kardashian sex tape that just is just gonna live forever the funny thing she got famous for she it she got but, famous yeah. for it and as much as they no, would love I mean, to scrub you. that thing off the internet you know when those kids are like of like teenage years, you know some what, which some kids like her kids. You know oh, there's gonna be see, some. That's, that's there's gonna the be shame. some. There's gonna be some yeah. sick bastard who's gonna send them just screenshots from that, and be like, "This is your oh, mom." People, people are mean on. on They're horrible. And I and oh, we can keep talking about this. And that's I'll just say one thing about this is, people I think are so desensitized being in front of their phones or their laptops, able to type stuff, cyberbullying, trolling. Dude, people are brutal. People are. Yeah. And you know yeah. why? It's like you got to take it with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, man, like be a good person, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's a like, Try to be. I mean, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I, it's no. Just, but it's just, man. Going off of that point, and then I want to end with each of us giving our, our, big, uh, our big breakthrough of technology. But the, going off of what you just said, being desensitized, there are people that I like, people me and you know who act like these big hot shots on Twitter and social media acting like they're these, uh, these big outspoken like warriors and everything. And then all of a sudden you see them in person and they're just, they're not the same. And it's kind of makes you think like what, like what, like just crazy stuff that goes on on the internet. Bottom line, you can have two they're just, sides to you. You, you have, have two you and then you got your social media side. And, and it uh, once again adds to the responsibility of being you and you don't want to end up turning into something that you're not. But that's right. once again a topic for another time. We could talk about subscriptions. We could talk about social media. We could talk about cars. We could talk about we could talk about basically anything that we talked about now for another couple hours. For but, your sake, real quick, for those who are listening for and for Ryan's sake, Snapchat text message do something to give some um, ideas or, or thoughts about the podcast for his sake and just give him some tips. If there's stuff you do like, don't like, um, just so you can help him grow this thing, whether it grows a little bit or not at all, but just what are things you liked about it and what are things you'd, you'd like to see? Yeah, that's it's a community project. I am merely the, uh, the voice that all of you are going to listen to for an hour. But but seriously, if there's anything that you guys want to hear me talk about or anything that annoys you, 
Something about my voice that bugs you. Something that I say a lot bugs he you. Sounds nasally. Say it. Say it. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Go ahead and tell me I'm a big boy. I've certainly heard some horrendous things about myself. So <laughs> this got is a, thick skin. I yeah, can see sure, it from here. Sure, sure, <laughs> surely, whatever your constructive criticism is, I will not take it to heart. End uh, the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> quit. Quit. Um, but anyway, Quit while you're ahead, jackass. <laughs> but, right, anyway, uh, on that note, I want to actually not really off of that note, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, not on that note. Moving, just keep moving. moving. Just move ahead. Just moving past that topic, I want to end it with this, Tim. If there is one thing that you think is going to be the next groundbreaking thing, like we've seen through social media and video games, we've seen this hybrid, uh, like corridor of uh, like augmented reality you, vr oh, you just and there's okay. there's like all different things that are conversing and new trees of different like new branches of different trees and stuff growing what is your what is your thing that you think is going to be the next innovation of like society Anything? like you don't you don't have to, right yeah. i get what you're saying i already have an answer you already kind of touched on it and i'm going to hone in your question a little bit because Something I think is going to happen more specifically for the consumer, for the everyday person. I don't know if it'll be next, but it is damn near close. I think virtual reality is as real as it's going to be come five years. Mm, we'll say 10. I'm going to be yeah. conservative. 10 years. The stuff you can do with virtual reality, but the way you... I'll leave it at that. I think virtual reality is um, is going to be bigger than anyone ever realizes. Anyone's going to realize it's right. Be. You could be so submerged that you hear it all the time. Like I'm just going to touch it's on it. It's already real quick. happening, but it's right. it's like we are at the GameCube stage of VR. If that makes sense, I don't know. No, that that makes complete sense because I I was just going to say that like now people are sitting courtside at a. Uh, People are sending courtside of basketball games. People are inside of battle zones. People are fighting with swords and like they're in like spaceships and stuff. And it's crazy. But I was going to say that that's probably you probably will see in the next few years that completely take over. Uh, um, you'll see that completely take over like gaming and also TV realms like maybe not. Maybe I, I don't think it'll just to, uh, be gaming. I'm telling you, it's going to no, be more than No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's going to be experiences. You're going to be able to go on like quick trips to different yes. countries. And I think it's dipping its toe into gaming first, but it's going to be bigger than that. Right, and I don't want to be too uh, bold with this and say that no, it's going to be, be bold though. Be bold because no, we're no, talking about no, thirty this, years. No, this 50 is years. this is this is yours. I'm going off of, and then I'm going to get into mine. But I was going to say I don't want to be too bold and say that in the next ten years it's going to be completely just all consuming all engulfing but i will say in the next 30 years easy money that is going to be with at the rate of how fast technology is moving now i think that that's going to be huge can i make a specific i know we're trying to wrap this up but can i make a specific uh guess as to what might happen so hopefully later on in life i can look back at it and go yes i told you sure i think uh, specifically the way that we watch movies, I think there's going to be VR movies. That's my crazy, you know, like wild card guess. Like you're I involved think in the it. The movie, the cinematic experience is going to be virtual reality. But once again, that's going to join the... Not 10 years from now, but you know. That's going to, once again, join the video game 
and movie realms where you're going to be as a whole. telltale like telltale games and yourself also involved right. in these movies and like granted i don't know how interactive they'll be at that point but i do agree with you that you are going to see yourself in a movie within the next 30 it's like years ready player one dude I liked the movie, but it was just a little dank for my uh, for my for my liking. Yeah, for, 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 for my taste. <laughs> so of, so uh, it's like taking a, it's like taking a shot of whiskey. Like it's like all right, it's just but like as it's good like, as the Godfather, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, all right, so to wrap things up, I'm gonna say that my my uh, I'd say honestly, I'd probably say like in the next 45 years. You're going to see those hyperloops that everyone's hyping, hyping up <laughs> where, where you're going to be able you to yourself tra- that was good. It was where good. you're going to be able to travel from uh, like New York City to Washington, D.C. in a half hour or oh, like. So you're talking about transportation. Yes. Yep. Transport. Yep. I think there's going to be a huge leap in transportation. You're already starting to see it in little areas like Las Vegas is starting to adopt it. The Boring Company, another Elon Musk company is starting to do that where. Like this isn't a car. This is just grazing the surface of what this is going to be where you're going to be. You could go down in your automated vehicle. You're going to go down into these tunnels. You're going to be able to drive across and they're going to be limited at first to only users of these ve- of like Tesla's, I think, at first. And because they're out there now, but you're, you're able to drive from one part of the Holly, or the Las Vegas strip to the other in an insane amount of time because you're just going into a straight line across all of the streetlights, across all the buildings and everything to your destination. But I think that what we're going to see in the so optimized in the next saying. 45. Just, yeah. In the next 45 years, granted, it's a it's a very dangerous game that's going to require a lot of laws being passed. I think you're going to start seeing those hyperloops, those underground tunnels of the uh those trains on magnets where they're going to shoot through this airlocked tunnel from once like from one side of the country to the next like when a like when planes were created it was crazy oh my god i could get from uh well i mean not planes were created, but planes like oh my god i could get if you told someone in 1910 you're going to be able to get from new york city to los angeles in, in one day in six hours not even a day. You're going to be able dude, to tell tell Magellan like you were able to. <laughs> he spent two years going yeah. all over the planet to get from point from, let's say, point A to. No, who was tell that? Jackie Chan. It took him 80 days to get around, around the, the world. world, man. Tell him two and a half, two and a half at most. No, wait, not two and a half days. I'm thinking of like two and a half hours. Wait, I'm messing that one up around you really the world. Are. Mm, like a couple probably, hours. Like, bottom line. You probably would take you like a day. Yeah. Meanwhile, he was in a hot air balloon and some world. It's crazy. Whatever. It's a book. We're going to move past it. But I'm telling you that in the next 45 years. To Gama around Africa. Dude, you could do that. You can cut across Africa. You could list anyone. 45 Christopher minute Columbus. flight while, Christopher you watch, Columbus. while you watch around the world in 80 days You tell Christopher Columbus, oh, my God, you, it took you uh, however many months to travel to uh India, you didn't even he go. He didn't even know it was the didn't right even, country. Didn't even go, dumbass. Imagine this: I could go from, I could hop on a plane and go from your country to India in like five hours, and know where you're going, dude. He thought it was India. This mofo thought he anyway, was in India. <laughs> I, anyway. I'm getting on a tangent. I apologize. Anyway, you're yes, wrapping yeah. up. I apologize. Well, yeah, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. Uh, but yeah, so you're gonna see hyperloops. You're gonna see people traveling a lot faster. And I think a lot of, I mean, granted, you could say from Hyperloops or you could even say, I mean, I I am not on this train. There are a lot of people who are buying in on this. Like, 
commercial spacecraft. Let's not even go there, but the could, idea, I get it. That's You're going to be able to go from wide, one side of the world to the next. It costs about $2 billion as, right now, but hey. Yeah, exactly. Like It would cost you an arm and a leg, but you're going to be able to get from one side of the country to the next in a very surprising amount of time. All I got to say is wow. <laughs> but I, I know we threw a lot at you today. Hopefully got your brains working a little bit on your... Uh, commute to work your commute home from work your uh your quick toilet bowl uh listening before you hop in the shower or something i don't know but anyway thank you timmy for coming on and for the uh the beautiful uh bottom of a fish tank rocks that you have presented Absolutely, me with man it's a gift for you thank you for the bottle of wine that you have brought also of course i'm not gonna name drop it because they don't sponsor me so no name dropping <laughs> it was good though <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it uh, thank you all for listening. I'm Ryan Brown. This is Basement Banter. Thank you again and have a good one.